The area immediately around the target house is surrounded by the SRT guys. They're wearing all-black combat fatigues with machine guns and vests and helmets. Really, they kind of look like Nazis. The area that circles the Nazi-controlled territory around the target house is blocked off and filled with policemen and their vehicles. Then there is a third ring beyond the policemen where medical personnel and firemen are staged. Beyond us are the gawking public, which we try to shoo away on a fairly routine basis, but it never works. In the police ring there is a large, boxy transport vehicle that reminds me of a big ambulance, but with enough space for several Nazis and their machine guns. Ernie and I have done SRT gigs before. They always take a long time and end rather abruptly, like most of my relationships. I make my way over to a firefighter that I know, and we shake hands. Near us is a police vehicle with a German shepherd in the back. It's the canine unit. Just as I'm about to take a step in to see the pooch, this lady police officer barks at us to stay away from her dog, like she owns it. We back away, not answering her. We don't talk to cops if we don't have to. They're typically arrogant and treat us like we're second-class citizens. We're the dogs to them. Ernie, the firefighter, and I stare past the layers of police activity and focus on the target house, a rundown place if I've ever seen one. If it collapsed into a dusty fog, I wouldn't be surprised. If the ground opened up and swallowed it whole, I'd barely shrug. Shithole, Barry, the firefighter, says under his breath. Copy that, I agree. So what's the story, Barry? Ernie asks quietly, as if we're not supposed to be talking. The skinny of it is this. Some guy has his wife inside the house held at gunpoint. He's very angry, probably suicidal, and has a propensity for drug abuse. Oh yeah, and he's been taken downtown for beating his wife on more than one occasion. This is the kind of guy you see on cops, wearing a mean face, a stained wife-beater shirt, and most of his teeth missing from opening beer bottles with his mouth for decades, and his wife is in the other room crying, He only hits me cause he loves me. In a nutshell, this guy is a scumbag puke. But something about the call was still bothering me. Hey, Barry, what was the hazmat warning for? Hazmat means hazardous materials, contaminants of a biological, radiological, or chemical nature, and my supervisor had specifically mentioned it. He lowers his voice. There may be a drug lab inside. So standing in ring three, the three of us peering past the tense police officers and their Nazi SRT guys, we reminisce a bit. It wasn't too long ago that we had a standoff where a guy had been sexually assaulting his ex-wife all night long with a broken broomstick. Somehow she had wrestled away the gun he had been using to control her and managed to call 911. SRT and what looked to be legions of local police officers had surrounded the house while she was on the inside, now holding the gun on her abusive husband. When they were done screaming at each other, she forced him, at gunpoint, to run out the front door into the yard at full speed. 
She was hoping that the cops would unload on the guy and all of her troubles would be solved. And shoot him they did, just not with bullets. They used non-lethal beanbags, much to her disappointment. As the bags made contact, he went ass over elbows to the ground where he was knocked out. These beanbags can be fired from a regular shotgun. The projectile expands after it leaves the barrel, and when it hits it basically knocks the piss out of you. But it doesn't break the skin.